0: Welcome to the podcast, Successful as Fuck. I am your host, Raya Gonzalez, and this podcast is a compliment to my book, Successful as Fuck, which is due out September 2022. The book explores success in all its forms through the lens of my personal story. But on these episodes, we're gonna hear from people just like you and their stories of unconventional success and tenacity. Tune in, ask questions, And stick around for the fun. It has been a little while. Super excited to welcome Dr. Patricia Petralba to the show Successful as Fuck. Um, As always, I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez. And we are here to dive in to personal success and conventional success and how we define it. More specifically, how Dr. Patricia defines it. So welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Ria, for having me. And and I I want to say you were so brave saying my last name. Oh and did very well. <laughs> so success
0: there, yeah. Jack. Jack. Well, thank you for coming. Um, as you know, usually we just talk a little bit about your journey, your personal journey um, towards where you are today and where you hope to be in the future. So take us back to um, early adulthood and um, what, when you started out as an adult, how did you feel regarding success? What did that look like for you? So
1: growing up and in my early 20s, um, success looked like and felt like, um, because, you know, going through medical doctor training, it was about... Um, you know, making the grades, um, being good in your class, being seen and heard or acknowledged, validated by your professors, um, and still get to enjoy, you know, things that a normal 20-year-old would want to do. So it's always, like, very outward and, and um, um, doing young things, but at the same time, academic um, and also for me I, I, it was important for me to, to have some form of independence, financial independence from my parents because in the Filipino culture so I, I was born and raised in the Philippines. Um, when you're in school um, you you are under an allowance. It's it's hard to work and be in school especially yeah. as a medical doctor. And so to me if I was able to also have some form of um income stream so I can have freedom to do what I want outside school was my um idea
0: of success then. I love that. What did you do for extra money?
1: <laughs> so many Funny stuff now that I, I, I when I uh, recall now. First, I I used to sell homemade soaps. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and it would literally my revenue would be a dollar, um, but a dollar would would give me an allowance to buy a movie ticket. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to sell also very uh, unique candles. Um, they're made by my cousin and I also sold shirts like t-shirts nice so yeah yeah I was hustling I love it as a medical student and yeah
0: I love it well and it's like I'm I'm kind of that way too, like always having a side job or whatever and there's something really satisfying about doing like weird side jobs and like just getting like a little extra jingle jangle in your pocket And I know that, um, like my, um, you know, my daughter's, I mean, my husband is from Mexico. So the culture is very much the same. And, and, um, you know, the financial dependence and whatnot, and my daughters are very financially independent because they do not want Mm. anyone telling them how to spend their money (laughs) so they're like um I'm gonna get my money and you are not gonna (laughs) tell me how to spend my money and also they both one daughter stayed until she was 21 but the other daughter graduated high school and like bolted out the door and moved to California because they I mean in the culture usually you don't move out until you're married so like they were like yeah no i'm not having you tell me i can't go to the club or i can't do this or i can't do that like you can't say my house my rules anymore <laughs> because exactly yes. exactly so same thing with filipino you don't leave
1: the house uh until you're married yes um leaving before is like yes what why are you leaving us no it's it's disrespectful um so anyway yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I mean because they're also American it was a little bit more accepted but it was like weird especially right about like my 21 year old she was almost 22 so that was like Okay, you know, I could kind of see she's been working since she was 15. She wanted independence, but my for to have my middle one just leave. So, like, I knew she was going to do that, but it was just like weird. Like, you know, you don't have to like leave, like, you can stay if you want to, you know? Yeah. She's she's like, and that one is speaking of hustling, like, she has three jobs. Um, She works at Knott's Berry Farm in California, and then she's a nanny, and then she also works as a princess at a hotel, and so she's just like doing life and doing it on her own terms, and like she knew she wanted to live in California. She lives in Orange County, which is like so ridiculously expensive, but that's like where she wants to be, and she's happy and doing what You know, obviously it's a challenging and tiring life, but she's being true to Mm -hmm. who she is and that for her is success like right now for her. So, I mean, like even that one dollar of profit that you made, I mean, a movie ticket is like that keeps you young. You know what I mean? That keeps you engaged in all the stuff that's hard that you have to do because you have something to look forward to
1: yes yes and and it's kind of my version of it was my terms yes um, to, to spend my weekend how i wanted yes um, but i'm i'm i love hearing about how your daughter is is you know really working
0: to where she wants to yes. to live and yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot of fun well um fast forward a little bit after maybe after you graduated from medical school and started to move into um, your life, you know, your your life apart from being um, with your family. Talk to us a little bit about what that looked like now that you're not, did that external validation that you needed in school extend past school? And then how did that like kind of manifest for you?
1: Oh my gosh, absolutely. You know, in in the medical world, it's very, it can feel very hierarchical, so you start like as an intern then a resident, then a specialist, a consultant, and then, you know, whatever, an admin. And so it's always feeling like the ladder that you have to, to after the grades, right? Then it's this ladder to, to climb up, to kind of establish your authority um, in terms of your specialization and whatnot. And so there was still that external need To be validated um but thankfully you know working in care made me confront the existential things yeah because lady death is there at work um i was given that insight of you know you keep wanting to do this and so you're more focused the future and outward. Yes. And so it, there was a sense of feeling of it's never enough. Yes. Um, And I'm like here handling death and, and having this existential experience of life is short. It can happen to anyone, whether you have chronic disease or not, you know, it's just, it can happen. And I don't want, I started to, have this insight of i want to feel successful now yeah regardless and how they treat me whether i'm an intern a resident a specialist should not be my feeling of success yes and so and and, and so i made friends with lady death <laughs> i hope that's not too now i love but it A lot of your listeners. But when when you make friends with her, Mm -hmm. your daily self-talk changes because then you are more focused on what really matters to you. Like if I die today or tomorrow, I spend Mm -hmm. my energy and time to those that matters to me. And then you do things for Mm -hmm. you but not for others. Yeah. And not in a selfish way, but in more like a mm-hmm. self-love way, because when you love yourself more, everything else follows. Then people will see that self-love and they get to feel more of that self-love. Yeah. So then success became more, um, yeah, kind of being at with how you are today, where you are today, and, and kind of that detachment for the future uh, and not being too future-oriented and at the same yes. time not being too hard on yourself with yes. things that you didn't get to do. So really being at that present moment. So that was when, that's like now success to me, no? Yes. Um, among other things. Be of course. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that's really interesting uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one um, in the book, I have a chapter called in the middle and I talk, I mean that basically what you said is the premise of the whole book. And that is, you know, mm-hmm. like um, success, the way it's defined by culture is completely incorrect because mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're looking for a tangible result in something intangible. So we're never Mm. going to be satisfied. We're never going to be whole because we Mm. accomplished something and then that wasn't enough. So then we have to go for the next thing and then that's not enough. And then we're constantly going for the next thing and we're always left empty. And so I talk about how we have to really embrace the now and say what is successful in this moment how am i paying attention to what i need and what my the people who matter need and so that i can feel accomplished in what i what right. i have done and what i am doing right now and the other right. component that i think is really interesting and and it i have to remind myself of this too is uh, so i have anxiety and depression and so that's something mm-hmm. that i kind of I don't want to say battle, but that's just something that's ever present that I, I have to like kind of navigate, you know, in my life. Mm-hmm. And they say that mm-hmm. depression is being stuck in the past and anxiety mm-hmm. is being stuck in the future.
1: And yes. so the
0: way that I treat mm-hmm. myself or the way that I um, medicate myself in a way, aside from actual medication, because it helps for some people, mm-hmm. it helps me, mm-hmm. um, is Allowing myself to sit in the present. so I've incorporated a lot of meditation in my life. And Mm -hmm. when I feel actually start feeling like I'm spinning a little bit or, you know, just like, like, why do I feel this way? I'll just like literally lay down. I'll pull up my fuzzy blanket and I'll turn on a guided meditation. I'll just close my eyes. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here for a minute. Like I'm going to be here right now. And Mm -hmm. I put a TikTok up yesterday because I just felt, crappy in the morning yesterday i don't know i just was like feeling my husband was working a side job i like asked the 12 year old i'm like come snuggle with me i'm feeling needy and she's like "Eh, i'm all good i'm like i called my oldest and i'm like come over and she's like man i'm good you know like they were we were gonna all get together later and so i just felt like so i made a TikTok where i was like i'm just laying on the floor like because that felt good like i have my bed is really low to the ground. And so I just like, I I tried doing a little bit of yoga and then I just like literally laid on the floor and I was like, okay, I'm going to record this. I'm just going to be real. You know, like sometimes you don't feel so mothery or so day, you know, sometimes you just don't feel good, but I'm here. I'm in this moment. I'm going to capture this moment. I'm alive and it's okay that I don't feel good. We don't have to feel good every moment of every day, but we need to feel We need to be present because if we aren't present, then we miss the moments where we could give ourselves a win, you know? Right. And Mm -hmm. I was paying attention to my body. Yeah,
1: I I love that insight that you share of, you know, um, it's okay Mm -hmm. not to be okay and, and to allow to feel things because feelings... Our superpowers, you know, they they inform us of where we are. Yes. And that low, and I actually just talked about this in my in my uh, platform too. The lows, the bends, are essential. Our spectrum of emotions as human beings, the anxiety to depression, those are our piano pieces, and that is part of being human. And the important, and and I that is a, one of the root causes why people feel so unsuccessful because they deny the bend they deny the do, the low and the downs and and they keep wanting to like power through you know you have your pms you have your day that you're not feeling productive and instead of like honoring and like being just in the floor yes and honoring that Oh, I'm just feeling this way and I'm feeling this way. But when we honor it, think of it anatomically, you no. Know, mm-hmm. How can you jump if you do not bend? Yeah. The bend is essential. Like when we then if we we can feel part of us, mm-hmm. then we can wear no? We can prepare for it because the band will give us that springboard to do yes. the next time.
0: Well, it's what was really interesting too was like last month my book was in pre-order campaign. So it was like mm. this chaotic, you know, like very and I'm pushing myself past the point of like what mm. felt comfortable because you have a time period and I'm kind mm-hmm. of a um like very lexadaisical. I like to kind of do things at my own pace. And so when people put like a time crunch on me, it makes me feel very anxious. So I knew that the rebound from that was going to be a big kickback. And so we're on the ninth, you know what I mean? So I knew that I like, I I just knew I feel this way, but it's okay. I have stuff I need to get done and blah, 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 blah. And then it just like, bam, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't deny yourself what you feel without consequences. And I think your body is going to shut down or you're going to get sick or you're going to feel horrible or, you know, like you're going to have a mental crisis or, you know, or you're going to feel short and um, irritable or, you know, whatever, and have um, problems with somebody that you don't really need to have problems with because, You don't, you're not expressing how you feel inside and you're not expressing. So you're, so it comes out in other ways and that again, it short circuits that, um, that natural, like you're saying, like the ebb and flow of life and we're short circuiting ourselves where we could be feeling better so much faster, but we're extending this period of not feeling good because we're yeah. denying ourselves the opportunity right. to just like feel it and move on you know like right
1: exactly exactly yeah it's
0: it's um it's a really interesting phenomenon but the the key is just like being very present to that uh, to the emotions and also to like what's happening like and not thinking that it has to be some big thing it doesn't have to be some big thing you know like it can be you know I I got a cup of coffee today and it like really tasted good and I'm so glad that I like got a cup of coffee it can be so simple you know like just the little the little things that you know you I did my laundry and I folded it and I put it away, (laughs) you know, like whatever it is, you know, the little things that we can give ourselves credit for and we don't give ourselves credit for. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that that's so important that in the middle we pause Because like you said, Lady Death is coming for us at some point, whether that be Mm -hmm. right now in the middle or far down the Mm -hmm. line. But what is a travesty is when we just keep searching for the enough, for the thing that's going to fill the void, when what fills Mm -hmm. the void is being right here saying i graduated from college i sold that yeah. soap and i made a dollar i got to go to the movie i had some sense of accomplishment i yeah. made it to my internship so many people don't make it to their internship so screw whatever anybody else says to say because i'm gonna do a great job and if you don't like right. me i'm still here so that's your problem like you know what i mean so I think that, that that's so important. And to to the um, point that you were making, we get caught up in the external validation. And that's a lot of times what's missing is the internal validation that causes that battle.
1: Right, right. And I don't think it's wrong to, to want external things. Oh, totally not. I feel like... Um, we just are, or in my experience it's it's it feels more successful if you lead with the internal, and then the external reflects the internal yeah. versus you want that external so you feel better it will become very short lived if it's that way, you know if it's coming from outside to feel to make you feel better,
0: oh yeah, I think it's uh it's miraculous how this Mm -hmm. takes place like so for example something i do in addition to my um, consulting business is i am a notary and i do loan signings and this is like again like the side hustle thing but i love doing this i get to meet so many cool people and it has been so slow like january i used to do like 40 50 a month and january Mm. i did four And February, I did one. And then March, Mm. I did, I think, 11. And I I felt so, like, depressed about it. Just, like, so upset because it was not what I was used to. And then, of course, the financial impact and all those things. And then I just said, okay, universe, I release this whole thing. I'm going to accept assignments that I wouldn't normally accept as, as long as they're reasonable and um and I'm gonna trust that this is gonna be okay I did 31 signings last month like it like bounced right back the minute I said like I'm gonna be and then every time I got a signing even if it was like a crappy signing like not paid very much I would be like thank you so much universe for this assigning. I'm so excited to meet these people. And like, I hope that I can, you know, be there for them in this important time. Cause they're either buying or they're selling or they're refinancing. And I'm just like, and I would call my friends. I'm like, I'm going to a signing right now, you know, like so excited, you know? And I think that's the thing is when you embrace it on the inside, this external comes to you, like this validation comes to you. That's like, Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's like we are a magnet to, to that.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes. I I love that you said that magnet because Mm. for me, what also clicked, especially starting to become a mom. So prior to being a mother, I was used to being so linear and kind of doing, 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 doing. So there's like, I can hit the target. Deadline, whatever, there's nothing distracting me. <laughs> um, but when you go into your feminine, like meaning the divine feminine of flow, rhythm, cycles, because biologically, as a woman, you have cycles compared to men, it's really just linear, their biology, you know. Uh, women are uh, cyclical, like we have our cycles, we have our pubertal, menarche, menopausal, and even in our cycles. Anyway, back to that magnet. The divine feminine, the feminine cycle is really the pool and we can lean back and we are the flowers. The bee will come to us.
0: Mm-hmm. When we can
1: be that queen of the universe will arise, self for me even on an economical level our wombs are this way. we are meant to receive receive help receive you know compliments receive the circle the women's circle so then we can be more productive when we are in that undoing magnetic and pull mode versus like just a push that's very masculine, which is good. We have our masculine energy, but when we are caught up to like, no, I'm going to do this and check, check, check the checklist and, yeah. and there's kind of no flow and you just have to be linear, it's harder for women to feel successful because our cycles are way, you no, know? Biologically, we're meant to have this like ups and downs, ups and downs. So yes. when I... When I accepted and, and really enjoyed the feminine of, like, I'm going to be in my lean back. And I don't need to work so hard to attract whoever I need to attract. And then magic happens. Yes. Um. But it's hard because we're conditioned to, like, working hard for it. Of yes. like Getting out there and, you know, doing the checklist. And so for those women who are still listening and kind of in that hustle mode, I, I invite you to to be in that magnetic flower and the bee will come. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. What for you right now, what feels successful for you right now where you're at with your practice, with your life, um, with your family? Where are you feeling um, success in your present day?
1: In my present day. You know, I there was one day... I. Just had the vacation back home in the Philippines, and um, so my father just survived a one-month ICU oh, wow. uh, stay. He he almost, you know, and and so me having the autonomy of time, having um, the energy, mm-hmm. the capacity, and health to bring all my family home, and to honor my mother who just fought death and said, not today. And um, me just being there for myself to honor him is, is a success. While I get to serve my mission, you no. Know, while I get to serve my mission as a women's health doctor, that balance of I get to spend time with who I I love the most and still make an impact on the women I need to serve Yeah, and that I get to embody what I preach, that you know, we pause, we take time for ourselves and them. So to me, it was just... I have a picture. I'm going to share it actually with my social media. That to me was like, oh my gosh, that felt like a success. It wasn't my... My number in the bank, of course, that is fleeting. I also am happy when the numbers in the bank are happy, (laughs) you know, or I get to eat, all that stuff. But that was just like, oh, my gosh, perfect, perfect spot for success for me.
0: I love that. I love that. When you think about moving forward in life and you think about where things are headed and what you want for yourself and your family, Um, take yourself like 20 years in the future and then look back. What would you want to accomplish between now and then to feel like you really achieved your truest definition of life success? I I think
1: um, living with my heart, continuing to live Heart Um, and while I still feel present, and when I say live my heart, to really go for the wildest and biggest dream of impact that I want to serve women, Um, meaning like that center, maybe a holistic hospital, a retreat center for for family, so that would be feeling like a success that I am able to manifest that while I still feel grounded and on my day-to-day basis that I don't lose myself as I
0: manifest the external things. Yeah, oh gosh, that's so important. I think, well, I can think of so many times. I think like turning... Well, really just this entrepreneurial journey. I turned 40 and then I became an entrepreneur and um, Mm. it changed everything for me. I, you know, I, I started in failure, like I got fired and then I felt so much anxiety to apply for a job that I thought it would be safer to become a business owner, (laughs) which is really funny because you get rejection all the time. Um, But having to come into this um into my own and having to really embrace the my demons and then also embrace the things that I'm really good at I can see back how many times that in this in the search for what I wanted to manifest I gave up things in the middle and Mm -hmm. um and I have so many regrets for that time period of my life Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. I can do for this time period of my life is say what is most important for me today. And that is like, I sent a a message to my oldest child because she's my, I call her my spicy one because she was very challenging as a child. And so we were at dinner last night for mother's day and my youngest says, did Angie do anything good when she was little? Cause all I hear is like when she was being naughty or whatever. And so, um, and I'm telling these stories cause for me, it's funny. You know what I mean? Like that she was like, so precocious, you know, she's 23. So I sent her a message today and I said, I want to tell you something. Even though we always talk about how you were naughty or how, you know, you had all mm-hmm. these things. I said, you brought me so much joy and you loved your baby sister and you were so excited to be a big sister because they're only 23 months apart. Mm-hmm. And I said, you um, were very loving. You had a big heart. And, um, and I loved your curiosity and I loved your tenacity. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, you are a survivor and a warrior and you're mm-hmm. so strong. And you're not just a naughty child. Like you Mm -hmm. changed my life. Like she's the one that made me a mother, you know, like, and brings me so, so much joy to my life. And so I said, you know, like, I, I really thought about that. And I, you know, like we have to, I feel, I feel like Terry just even thinking about it, but it's just like, that is a measure of like listening. Like if I hadn't listened to that little comment, I like, wonder if she feels that way? Like, she was only the bad kid, you know what I mean? Like, and that's not true, you know what I mean? Yes, she had her struggles and she is very strong-willed and she's an Aries in the truest sense of that. Um, And she, you know, has a temper and everything, but like, she's so strong. She's so strong and she has this... um. I mean, tenacity is the best word. And it's just like we have to listen and be present to to fulfill these moments, because I would have missed that in a previous life, powering through, trying to get what I wanted. I would have missed that comment. I would have missed that moment and not like pat me on the back because I sent her a message or whatever. It's not about me it's about what I need as a mom to communicate to my child who is an adult, but still needs to hear those things from her mom, you know? And I think that's, so we can't take back the things that we did while we were powering through in our masculine, but we can change what we do right now. And that includes people who are young adults, her age, you know, like maybe she has things that she regrets or, things that she doesn't feel good about or other, you know, young adults, they have things that they don't feel good about, but they can take right now and say, what is most important? How can I be most true to myself in this moment and moving forward and no, they're totally going to fuck it up and they're going to fuck it up and they're going to fuck it up. And then you, in that moment, you screw it up and then you're like, okay, what is most important right now? I feel horrible. I feel bad. That didn't feel good. Why didn't it feel good? What do I actually want as an outcome? Move another step forward. Because we're not likely to make the same mistake again if it didn't feel good. But we have to be present to that.
1: Right, right. But I love that that you were able to be so focused on listening to that might be the story only that they heard or she heard and that you were able to reframe it and have a different, you mm-hmm. were rewrite the story also for her, right? Like kind of saying that she was not just that she's also all of that. She so is. that's one. Yeah. 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 And we, we get to rewrite our stories yes. every day, right?
0: Yes, and we do. so mm-hmm. Yeah, it, we do. That is absolutely true. We do because that is all context. And that's mm-hmm. what we have to like in a in a book, right? Like you have the backstory, that's all our backstory. That's not our reality mm-hmm. right now. That's just our backstory. That? That's right. what brought us to the current problem situation, climax of what's happening, you know, until the next thing that becomes our backstory and brings mm-hmm. us to a new place of strength. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Patricia, tell us how, um, how our viewers can find out more about you mm-hmm. and your practice and about the work that you do with women. Um, tell us the best place that they can reach you.
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, they can reach me through my website. It's www.thrivelifecenter.com. So it's T-R-H-I-V-E. Mm-hmm as in So I also do n- not just medical consultations, but I do mentorship specifically for women so that they feel successful, uh, they can overcome the burnout and uh, thrive in all areas of their life, mind, body, spirit, without the sacrifice of their relationship, their energy or time, and feel like they're living their best life. Um, so I, I do have a few slots of mentorship open so they can just, um, yeah, direct message me
0: through there. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this great discussion. I feel like fired up and ready for the day. (laughs) Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you guys for joining us and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Successful as Buck, the podcast. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and I'm just going to say I had a lot of fun doing this episode, and I hope you had a lot of fun listening. We always have a good time on this podcast because we get to tell the stories of real people just like you. I'm going to encourage you, please join our pre-launch community. It's amazing. We get to see all the behind the scenes of what's going on with the book that's due out September 22. And that is also called Successful as Buck Shocker. If you join the community, you're going to get the behind the scenes. You're going to get the chance to get prizes. I love to get those out. So don't miss out guys. The link will be in the show notes and we hope that you'll come back next time for the next episode of Successful as Buck the podcast.